Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. Another week of real talk from yours truly. If you haven't heard of my show, or this is your first time joining in, I'm here every Saturday at 6 p.m., uh, talking about all the fun stuff. Today, we're going to get into a lot of different things, one being the impeachment of the President of the United States. Ask yourself this question. Is this legitimate? Is this a legitimate impeachment? And if you've been around long enough and you've been in politics back when Bill Clinton was getting impeached, does this seem similar? Is this fair? I want you to ask yourself that question. We're going to also um, talk about recruiting for the National Guard. I have Cap- Captain Kevin um, Sartor with me. I told him I wouldn't mess his name up. We're going to talk in the second segment about recruiting because some of y'all need to join the service and serve your country. Uh, we're getting some other stuff. We have call-ins that we're going to do in the last segment, so you need to stay tuned. Eventually, I'm going re- to memorize that number, but I have it for you soon. But let's talk about Trump. Trump is literally getting hammered. And my personal opinion is, is, I mean, he adds to some of the drama, right? He tweets about stuff and people get mad at his tweets. But his legitimacy as a president is being challenged by people who are, in my opinion, partisan hacks. Okay? The hearings have been going on. We've had three witnesses that have been interviewed or questioned in this particular hearing. And all I've gotten from any of this is that there's no there there that we're getting information from third and fourth cousins. You know what I'm saying? That nobody actually that have been interviewed actually knows president Trump have spoke to him. They don't have information that will lead to his impeachment. They have been asked on the stand pretty much. It's not a, it's not a criminal proceeding, but they've been asked by the Republicans Does anything or any information you have lead to the president being impeached or anything criminal? And they all the first two witnesses, Ambassador Taylor being one, literally looked like him and and Kent had a stroke at the same time. They couldn't even answer that question. Then you move on to the ambassador, the former ambassador, um, and she couldn't answer that question as well. Uh, Matter of fact, she said no. So then you have to ask yourself the question, why are they going down this path? Why are they trying to impeach the president of the United States on something that's super bogus? You're talking about a president that's pro-law enforcement, pro-military, pro-American, creating so many jobs. The Dow has broken so many records. I mean, we could go on and on. You're talking about minority groups are, are, are seeing great success under President Trump, lowest unemployment in history. We can continue to go on. And if you do any research, you will see that his policies are effective So then why is he being the subject of an impeachment? This is a historical event because this haven't happened. This is like the fourth time in history that a president is facing a level of impeachment. And there's a lot of people that get in their feelings about, um, oh, his character. And he's not. okay. but the same people that hate his character were getting ready to elect Hillary Clinton and Hillary Clinton's husband is not rumors of what he did in the White House. It's not hearsay. He admitted, first of all, he lied under oath, and then he admitted to doing the dirty, or maybe getting the dirty done to him in the White House, in the Oval Office. 
Come on, ladies and gentlemen. You you going to let her be in the White House? And this guy has been accused of other things that have been verified, paid settlements for women that have accused him. And he's going to go back into the White House with Hillary Clinton, who is probably the most corrupt politician in American history. And I'm not just making this statement for the heck of it. Let me let me give you a little bit of proof text. When you delete 30,000 emails, classified material was deleted. Nobody cares that it was a quote unquote accident. or I didn't know it was. No, hundreds of email threads were classified at the time that that they were sent and received. She deleted them. Not only did she delete them, but she exposed her attorneys to classified information and they don't have a security clearance. Now, anybody, anybody in the military, anybody that work for, for the government that have a security clearance, if you were to expose people to classified information, you were to have classified information on a secure server that the government didn't know about, I, I, how much time? We don't even have to ask you, are you going to be guilty or are you going to go to jail? It's how much time you're going to get. How much time are they going to give you? Because at minimum, you will not have a security clearance. So how did Hillary Clinton have a security clearance at the end of all this and end up running for president and some of y'all voted for him? It just makes no sense to me. And this is a methodical witch hunt against the president of the United States. They did not like the fact that he won in 2016 because they thought they had it in the bag for Hillary Clinton. And she ended up being such a trash candidate that they lost big time. And Trump has done nothing but do well in this country. And the only thing that they can say about him or or, or the only things that they would like to present as the image of President Trump is that he's a bigot. He's a racist. And these things are not substantive because I've had plenty of people that I've debated with and we've spoken about these things and they can't give me not one thing that President Trump has actually done that's been racist. And I'll tell you this. One of my good friends, his name is King Face. You can follow him on all his social media. He made a, a really good point. He said, if Trump is a racist, if this is our new new norm for racism, give me more racism because this man has done more for minority groups that he's supposed to be racist against than just about anybody else. You talk about DACA. Trump has tried to um, fix DACA almost since the beginning of when he when he got into office and the Democrats want to thwart his efforts to give a path to citizenship to DACA recipients because they don't want him to have no money for a border wall. When they, and when they were in power, they voted for more border wall than they're giving the president of the United States. He's not getting nearly as much immigration support from the politicians as they were under Democratic leadership. Barack Obama, deporter in chief, deported three million people, three million illegal immigrants. Y'all not mad at him. But what it boils down to is, especially in the hearings, back to the hearings, is that all I hear is people being mad because he hurt their feelings or they don't like the way he do business. But you're not talking about high crimes or any kind of crime. You're not talking about a president who used his power to benefit his own personal needs because none of that is true. Look at the transcripts. How are you going to do a quid pro quo by yourself? You're going to demand money and they don't even know you're demanding money. And then you give them the money that they need and they didn't do nothing to get the money. How is that a quid pro quo? And I'm going to tell you this, and this should, this should seal the deal. Ukraine president said, there's no there or there. I wasn't coerced. It was a great call. I didn't even know about the money. The Ukraine president said this. Then our president said, there's no there or there. I didn't do nothing wrong. Let me give you an example. That's like the police coming to my house 
and they said, we got a report that you slapped your neighbor in the head and knocked her unconscious, right? There should be bruises or whatever. And I say, I never did that. I said, what information do you have? Go talk to her and ask her, did I do that to her? And they go to my neighbor and my neighbor say, he ain't never slapped me. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I wasn't slapped. And they go, well, you got to go to jail anyway because somebody said something that somebody said that you actually did that. You have no evidence. And me and the person who are involved in this said that nothing happened. And I know this is not a court proceedings, but in the court of law, man, you can't arrest nobody on that. That's 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 nothing. That's no material. They're going to throw that out in court. That will never be prosecuted. But they expect the American people to believe that with little weak evidence that they supposedly have, that you're going to impeach a president. And they should know that it backfired on the Republicans when they did the same thing against Bill Clinton, even though Bill Clinton had done a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, dang, Bill, you can't even keep it together in the White House. And then you not only did that, you're doing it with a young girl. Come on, bro. And then let's not talk about Lolita Express and all this other stuff that Clinton has been involved in. I I just don't understand. And then they rail against President Trump. At least he did his stuff before he got into the White House. At least he did it before he got into the White House. And I think that he's a person that that he's old enough now to realize that that may not be that cool to do all that stuff. He's apologized for his um, comments, Access Hollywood and all that other stuff. So my question to you riding in your car or however you're listening to this is that do you know enough about this process to really say today, if you had to go today, that you would vote or you would support uh, impeaching the president? And if you feel like you have enough information, where is the precedent that's being set? Because just because the Democrats have the House and they are literally partisan, there's not one Republican have voted for for their rules to go forward. And if they if they take this to a vote, there's not one Republican that'll vote for it. This is a complete partisan effort. Now, just imagine this. When one of the Democrats get in the office, which I think probably won't happen for a long time, given how crazy and leftist and socialist some of these people have become. But when one of them get in the office and the Republicans run the House, you think it's reasonable that every Republican votes and it's not a bipartisan effort to impeach a president of the United States? You telling me we can't come together to, to agree on at least impeachment? You have to ask yourself these questions because I think they're they're valid and necessary for us as a nation moving forward, especially if you are a voter. If you're not a voter, then I don't know what to tell you. You shouldn't even be talking about politics if you don't vote. That's what my dad tell me. He said, oh, man, if you ain't vote, I don't want to hear you nagging. Because if you're nagging, you could have voted and maybe you'd have made a difference. And so those are the things that I think are necessary for you voters out there, especially in Arizona. Make sure you're informed. Make sure you know what's going on. Coming up next, we got a gentleman who's a gentleman. (laughs) Served in our country and uh, he's done a wonderful job. He's going to talk to you about uh, the National Guard. What it's all about, what you need to know, and how you guys can get uh, set up. That'll be coming up next. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR. I'll see you after the break. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM.
Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, are you following me on social media? Are you following me on social media? If you're not following me on social media, make sure you follow me on The Officer Tatum. The Officer Tatum on all of my social media. At the end of the show, we're going to have call-in. So I want you to call in to participate. The number is 602-277-5827. 602-277-5827. Have you ever thought about uh, being in the military? Have you ever thought about serving this country? Well, if you haven't, you should probably think about it. I have a special guest with me, um, Captain Kevin Sartor. Sartor, I make sure I say his name right, <laughs> from the Arizona National Guard. And I'm going to have him explain to you guys uh, what it's like to be in the National Guard, what it's all about. Some of you haven't heard of it. We're going to give you good information about it. But I want to say this first before I bring um, the, the captain on. I think I said you. Did I get your rank wrong? Absolutely. <laughs> captain. For those of you who are listening who know the captain, uh, I'm sorry about that, sir. I got, I got it right this time. So I always wanted to be in the military, right? I always wanted to join the military. I think it's honorable to serve your country. Every time I see a, a person in uniform, I tell them, thank you for your service, because without them, what would we have? Our freedoms would not be um, accessible or affordable to us. So, um, Captain, tell us about the National Guard. Tell us a little bit about what you do um, so our listeners can learn a little bit. Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. It's uh, great to be here. So the National Guard is a community-based organization. We serve the people of Arizona and the United States. Uh, we're a component of the Army. So there's three different components uh, in the Army. The acting component, the Reserve, and the National Guard. So we're a part of the, the National Guard that, that serves here in Arizona. Cool. So I know a lot of people have this uh, banter, right? You know, they, mm-hmm. they say, well, I'm in you in the Air Force, but I'm in the Marine Corps. Right. So do people, I mean, do you hear people... Uh, saying that all oh, the the National Guard is is kind of a step down from the the Air Force or the Marine Corps, and what would you say to people if they were to to make that suggestion? Yeah, that happens. I mean, the different uh, branches definitely talk a little bit about each other. But uh, so I initially joined the active component, the active Army. Did it for about eight years, and I really didn't know what the National Guard was when I joined. Um, and now that I'm in the guard, I've been doing that for about eight years, and it's the the people in the National Guard are just amazing. I mean, yeah. they have their civilian jobs, they put the uniform on, and they're just super resilient. It's not like the perception of what people think the National Guard is. I mean, since nine eleven, we've had soldiers deployed all over the world uh, doing the same exact thing as all the other components, uh, just as good, if not better, sometimes. So it's a, it's kind of what we call like a like a part time or reserve type of mm-hmm. position. So with that situation being so. Um, how is the pay? Uh, well, you know, it's a part-time service, so part-time pay. Uh, when you go, you know, we have a bunch of missions all over, so when you do uh, mobilize or do those things, it's full-time pay. But, you know, in our traditional one week in a month, uh, two weeks in the summer, it's it's a, it's part-time pay. So pretty much you can, you can actively be um, employed and do an entirely different job and still work uh, for the National Guard. Yeah, absolutely. So we have people from all over the state doing all sorts of different jobs on the civilian side, and uh, we have you know doctors, lawyers, mechanics, uh, any any profession that you can think of, and they come in and put the uniform on, and sometimes they do the same job because that you know skill that they got in the, in the military helped them in their civilian job. But other times they just want something exciting to do, and you know they have their normal nine to five job, and they want to do something exciting, so they they join the guard and 
do a bunch of all, all sorts of stuff. Man, that's, a, that's amazing because, you know, what better position to be in than to have a job or just say if you want to be a teacher or you want to be a police officer or you do something here as a civilian and you can also serve your country. And you, you mentioned a little bit about um, traveling. Mm-hmm. So how often... Because we all know that the National Guard is going to be deployed in in, mm-hmm. in the uh, United States of America, obviously in Arizona, the Arizona National Guard to be right. here. But they do get an opportunity to go overseas. How often does that happen? Uh, we have soldiers over there right now. I mean, every year we, we deploy people, they come back. Um, it's it's really, I mean, it's not just a combat zone. We've sent people to South America to do some medical uh, treatment on some of those people. We have a state partnership with Kazakhstan, so they we go there and help their military and help kind of mentor them. And um, like I've been to Japan to do some training with uh, you know some forces over there. So it's not just a combat role. We go all over the world. Uh, training good real quick what's your favorite experience or something memorable uh, for your service well that's a it's a good question i've I've had a great opportunity to do amazing things in the military um deploying you know to iraq a couple of times that was definitely a an amazing experience you know because you you put the uniform on you know you you raise your right hand to serve and it's kind of like going to the super bowl in my opinion right (laughs) like you want to go and 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 serve and do your part uh, I was able to be a drill sergeant. That was pretty amazing to take, you know, young civilians and kind of mentor them and teach them and, you know, have them become soldiers. That was that was an awesome experience. Um, and now, you know, helping young people join the military. Uh, you know, we have recruiters all over the state that are, are there to help and, and coach people through, you know, if they want to join, what's the National Guard and, and get them in there. So it's uh, it's been pretty fun. I think one of the funnest things I've done, I just, a couple of years ago, I spent uh, about 100 days up in Alaska building a runway. With some oh, wow. fellow engineers from Arizona, yeah. So it was, uh, wow. it was pretty cool. Now, tell my audience how can they get involved? Where do they need to go to sign up? How, how, how explain that to us? Yeah. So we have uh, all the social media. It's AZNG Team. Uh, you can go to nationalguard.com uh, backslash Arizona, and then you can text guard to four six two seven six nine. Thank you, Captain Kevin Sartor. You bet. Thanks for having me. My man, thank you for your service. I got your title correct. Um, All of y'all need to go and think about serving this country. You can do it. Um, Even if you're working on another job, you can do it in a reserve capacity. Um, So make sure you go check it out. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show. I'll be back with some more cool stuff. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app. Welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you tune in. We're having call-ins in the last segment, so make sure you get get the phone number and and dial it in. It's 602-277-5827. Shots fired. Let's go. Sorry about that. Uh, First story coming up to us from Fox News. The NFL needs to drop the hammer on Miles Garrett, former player says. Well, let's talk about Miles Garrett real quick. If you haven't seen it, Miles Garrett literally grabbed the helmet and bashed the top of the head of a quarterback from the Steelers. And and, and he could have killed him. This is the reason why he got suspended for the entire year. I think he he got kicked off the team is what I heard. He should get – Fine, kicked out the team. I don't think nothing criminal should happen to him. Obviously, you're playing football. If that was the case, Jack Tatum would be in prison for life for paralyzing the man from the neck down. So I don't think he should go to jail or anything. It was a bad deal. He should have got suspended. Hit me with the next story. Uh, next up, coming to us from ESPN. Uh, sources 
Oh, sorry. Uh, sources over 24 teams to attend Colin Kaepernick workout. So I don't believe that it was accurate. It was 20 some teams. They'll have a- access to view his workout. I saw the workout. I watched him throw. I think I think my little sister can throw a deep ball better than him. Um, and then also he after the the whole tryout. First of all, they shouldn't even give him a chance to try it at this point. When you disrespect this country and you never apologize for it, and none of your missions are actually something legitimate, in my opinion, because you haven't done nothing since you haven't been in the NFL, are you going to kneel when you get back? To me, he's 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 a sorry player. I don't know him as a person, but he's a sorry player, a sorry sportsman. He shouldn't be in the league. He he didn't do very well in the trial that I saw. And then after the trial, he's complaining about the venue and all this other stuff. He's nothing but drama. The reason that he didn't stay in the NFL, it wasn't because racism or them sabotaging him. When your talent level don't rise to your, your drama level, or if they, they don't equal out and you're not making these people money, they're going to get rid of you. Next story. Uh, next up is an opinion piece from uh, FoxNews.com. This is from the opinion section. Uh, Don Brown, Trump's pardon of Army Lieutenant Clint Lawrence on wrongful war crime conviction serves justice. I think that's a very good decision by the president. This, this to me shows – this is the difference between the two administrations, right? You know, Barack Obama is pardoning people who are traitors to this country, traitors. And then they come back and then they change their gender and they want to be activists in America. I I, I can't stand. And then he, then what he does is he go and what's the, what's the guy's? And I forget his name. I want to say Bergdahl. This guy, he literally, I mean, this is my information. I wasn't there, but it seems like he went off, ran off, got people killed trying to find him. And then he gets, uh, um, uh, I guess pardoned by the president, by Obama. And then they give up. I think there was an exchange for a whole bunch of terrorists. Listen, that's the difference between the two administrations. President Trump is actually communing sentences and giving a a second chance to people who actually deserve it that were not traitors. Next story. Sorry, a bit of a delay on this one. Uh, Sorry, hold on one second. Epstein didn't kill himself. (laughs) I know some of y'all who are who are involved in the whole Epstein thing. I mean, listen, I'm just a. I don't know all the facts, right? I wasn't there. But it's it's highly suspicious that somehow both of the guards, I don't know, they were up partying all night. How they both fall asleep and then the cameras don't work. And then all of a sudden they take him off a suicide watch. They take out the, the person who was in his celly. They take him and move him somewhere else. And then all of a sudden he wants to kill himself. I just, I don't understand how that makes any sense. The people that he was getting ready to expose would have probably changed the whole world. You're talking about foreign leaders. You're talking about the Clintons. Should I watch what I'm saying about the Clintons? They be coming to booth, but I'm strapped, so uh, they have a good. They have a problem in here. But anyway, you 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 gotta you gotta think about it. Don't don't just listen to the first thing you hear. I think he actually did not kill himself. I thought he got knocked off. Next story. This is from Axios.com, originally from the Washington Post. Obama cautions the 2020 candidates against going too far left. For the first time um, since I've been awakened to the lies of the Democratic Party, I actually agree with President Barack Obama. They have gone way too far left. I think most people agree. They have gone full throttle socialism. They're promising everybody everything and they can't deliver none of this. Green New Deal, $90 trillion. Healthcare for all, healthcare for illegals. I mean, they're going way off the reservation. It's like that bad parent that just want to promise to get their kids everything. That little spar brat that's kicking and screaming, and you're promising them everything, and you can't give them nothing, and you can't control them. That should not be the case in the political conversation. 
I would like for them to to move more towards the middle, move more towards re- reality, and give me a solid reason why you're a better decision for the American people than President Donald Trump. What are you going to do that he's not doing? How are you going to make the economy better if you oppose every single thing that he has done, which has made our economy uh, boom like like nothing before? Next story. This is an analysis piece from CNN.com. Why can't Mexico control the cartels? Some blame America. Yeah, the lames, lames, lames. If you're blaming America for what Mexico is doing, first of all, the cartel, let me say this. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I may change my tune in this just a little bit. You can't blame America. You should be blaming Democrats because open border policies are what's driving funding and other things to the cartel. The, the openness of the border is how drugs get through. It's how illegals come through. Coyotes get paid. All of these things are happening and facilitating a mob of people who have more economic power than the Mexican government itself. Also, they lead to the corruption of the Mexican government. So don't blame us, to be quite honest. You need to control your own stuff. But they're not willing to because some of these people are getting paid. Some of these people are on the payroll of these cartel entities. It's a big money game. So that's the reason why they haven't done anything substantive. And then also when the president said, all you got to do is give me the word and we'll come over there and eliminate the cartel. They said, no, we don't want to fight fire with fire. What do you want to do? Hug them? You think you're going to kiss them and, and, and they're going to just stop slaughtering people and, and mowing down SUVs? Not going to happen. Next story. Uh, this is the last one for time constraint reasons uh, from FoxNews.com. Attorney, uh, Attorney General Barr accuses the left of systematic sabotage of Trump administration. That's real. 100 percent. I think they're sabotaging the president. When you when you listen to them on record, claim certain things and they stood by the principle of we want borders. We want all of these things. And then you turn around now that the president is in office and now you are you are avidly behind those things you you don't want to you don't want to get involved in those things but before i end this y'all make sure y'all call in i keep forgetting to tell you to call in but you need to call in so we can have a conversation about all the stuff you heard on the show 602-277-5827 602-277-5827 call in so we can discuss anything that you heard on the show i'll see you after the break you listen to the brandon tatum show Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, that's, this, this is my song right here. This get me fired up every time I come back listening to this warrior music. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show. We're going to have call-ins here in a minute, having a few technical difficulties, so uh, we'll work We'll work around that. I got my uh, my beautiful woman back there screening some of these calls. <laughs> but anyway, you listen to the Brandon Tatum Show. If you, guys, if you guys haven't heard my show, every Saturday at 6 p.m., you can hear me live on the radio, 92.3. Obviously, you're on this channel right now. And if you didn't know you was on this channel, this is the channel that you're on. You can listen to me live every weekend, 6 p.m. All I do is keep it 100. I keep it real. I give you raw, authentic perspective um, from a genuine place, right? 
Um, this is not something that um, I'm just running my mouth about. These are things that I know, and I actually actively live this. For those of you who don't know, you know, I do speeches all around the country. I have, you know, millions of followers on social media. I do a lot of social media content. Um, I was a former police officer, served for the Tucson Police Department for six and a half years. I was on a SWAT team. I was a spokesperson. I was a field training officer. Uh, so I did a lot of things. So when you hear me talk on subject matter, um, I have a level of of uh, uh, respect, put some respect on my name. When I talk about some of these things, um, we had a, a gentleman from the military come in and talk about um, being on the National Guard and and what that means and and how you can go and apply. And so if you had if you didn't get a chance to hear that, you can go back and listen to on a podcast. And um, especially if you're interested in joining the military, especially if you're interested in joining the National Guard and you still have another job and you're not uh, you're not in a position to do it full time. I don't know if you have a family at home and things like that. It's definitely a good option. Uh, so while we're waiting on people to to come in with the calls, I'll say this. And, and I just want to reiterate this. As it relates to uh, the president of the United States, I, I spoke very, very favorably about the president because I'm a, I'm a Trump supporter. You know, I support the president. I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a, I'm a big proponent of the Republican Party because Mitt Romney and a few of these other rhinos make me sick to my stomach. But I think the president of the United States, bar all of this BS, I think that he's actually trying to do what's right for this country. And. I support that. And I have learned to go beyond just listening to what CNN says or even Fox News. I go on Fox News all the time, but I I decide to go beyond what they are saying and what they're selling. And I'm able to listen and do the research on my own so I know who I believe in, who am I voting for and why. And I tell you all this. I used to be a Democrat. I used to be hardcore Barack Obama. The Democrats are only here to, to help the people. They are the, the, the party of the people. And then I found out that the Democratic Party was the party of slavery, Ku Klux Klan, the, the Jim Crow laws. Uh, they were opposed to the civil rights movement. The 13th, 14th and 15th Amendment, which freed the slaves, gave uh, uh, black people citizenship and the right to vote. The Democrats unanimously, unanimously voted against all of those rights. And when I found that out and nobody could give me a legitimate stance on how the party switched, it's like I, ha- I have no other choice but to at least consider what principles does the other side have? What are they offering? Because people are clearly voting for them. But what are they offering? And I realized as a Christian man that they are offering things that align with my faith far more than the things that um, that the Democrats were pushing, you know. There's certain things that I that I stand up against um, in love. I, I, I don't feel that it's necessary to rail people and be, be and belittle people and make them feel bad. You know, I'm against abortion. I don't think I don't think that is right. I think that's a human life. I think there's other options. I don't think that you should be poor and suffer. You can do adoption. You can you can be abstinent. That don't mean you have to be bumping the ground. And listen, I'll tell you this. And I said this in another segment. If you don't have the capacity to take care of a child. And I'm born. I mean, I'm not talking about a person who are forced into a situation, i.e. rape or something like that. If you are not capable of taking care of a child, then what are you doing sleeping, sleeping around? I'm just I'm just saying it's almost a privilege to a certain degree, because if you can't afford to take care of a child, you shouldn't be doing what it takes to produce one. 
Now, if you can and you are able bodied person, then by all means, that's 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 what men and women are meant to do together is to have children and, and, and create the next generation. But you have options. I'm not one of the ones that are sit in front of Planned Parenthood and hold up a sign and say, you're going to hell. That's not productive. That's not right. If I ever were to stand up and protest at a Planned Parenthood, I have to be willing to tell any young lady that come to that facility that I'm willing to help you through this process if you turn the corner. If you decide not to go in there and do that, I'm willing to help you. And you know why I feel so passionately about this? Because the situation happened to me. You know, I had... A situation where my son's mom, when he was very young and we we were in college and, you know, I was like, you know, I don't, you know, I felt like two wrongs didn't make a right. Right. I shouldn't have been sleeping around and we wasn't married. But just because that happened doesn't mean that we have to make another decision that I think God would not be happy with. So at the time she went down there and she wanted to do it. She felt emboldened. It's her body. Her choice is what she initially thought. She didn't tell me about it. She tricked me into going down there with her. And then at the door, she tell me, look, I'm going to do this. And I prayed to God she didn't do it. I said, God, help me, please. This is my child, too. I want him to have an opportunity to have life. And she and she decided when she went in there after an hour, I thought she did it. She came out crying, and she said, I couldn't do it. Now my son is nine years old. And so there are options. And it was a comedian that said this, and, and he, he pretty much said, just because my mama poor, do I, did that mean I deserve to die? You know, Ben Carson's mom was poor. I don't think she knew how to read. Um, Did that mean Ben Carson should have been aborted? No, because he became, you know, one of the greatest men to to live in America, in American history. You're talking about how many lives that Ben Carson saved because his mom chose life. How many lives have I been able to save because my mama chose life and her mama chose life? Just think about it for a minute. You if if your parents were, uh, I guess you say pro-abortion, you wouldn't even be here listening to me right now. I don't know where you would be at. But you wouldn't be here. And, and just think about that. You deserve life. You deserve opportunities. And I think that um, that others deserve the same. You know, so we'll see. We'll see how um, all of this turn out. We'll see if we can get the phone lines going. We probably have a, a, a so opportunity we, uh, for one call. We, we couldn't get the phone lines to work, but uh, we're screening some phone calls. So we actually have a few calls for um, Captain Sartor. We have a few callers. One of them wants to know, what's the benefit of the National Guard? Like, what does the National Guard do? Uh, I think the... Uh we we got to turn him on. Uh, so Captain Sartor is here from the Arizona National Guard. He was with us in another segment. We're going to have him answer a few questions um, that some callers had called in about uh, the the Arizona National Guard. So um, Captain Sartor, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, are, are we on still? We don't we don't hear the captain. So can you can you? Is his mic on? Is it? I think All right, it's on now. you're good. Okay. You're good, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. So the question was, what's the benefit of the National Guard? Yeah. What's the benefit? Uh, the biggest benefit is, you know, you get to serve your state. Uh, you get some money for college. Get some job training. I mean, there's so many. It's the benefits are endless. Um, there's a lot of you know tangible benefits, but just you know the the honor of serving is is a huge benefit. It goes on and on. But uh, money yeah, yeah. for school is one of the biggest ones we have. And I agree with you because what people don't understand is that this sets you up for your future. Mm-hmm. If you can serve, you can get through basic. You can right. serve your country. You will become a better person. You will become more knowledgeable. Understand teamwork. Understand dedication. All of these things are are invaluable. And and I had a question during the break. I think I was at, okay. What are some of the uh, 
like as far as we know there's a monetary benefit. Right. Um, what 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 are the benefits like when it comes to college education and maybe even health care benefits? Yeah. So that's one of the bigger reasons why people join the National Guard is our health care. Um, you know, it's one of the a lower premium that we have. So even, you know, doctors that join. They do it because they have a lower, you know, premium on their on their insurance. So that's that's a huge benefit for a young family to be able to, uh, you know, to have insurance for less than two hundred bucks a month. That's that's pretty good. How, how often do you guys get deployed to combat zones? Uh, you know, it just depends on your job and what's going on in the world. Um, you know, we have some engineers uh, deployed right now. We had uh, some other team. It just it really varies. Um, but yeah. So so what it comes down to, and I just want to sum it up for some of our listeners that didn't hear it in the first segment. Obviously, if you guys were anticipating the call in, we having technical difficulties. Um, but what it boils down to is that you have an opportunity to serve your country, to have access to going to college and have that funded. Maybe is it completely or uh, it depends on what route you go. Uh, but we have the GI Bill, we have uh, federal choice assistance, state uh, reimbursement. So I mean, you can we're talking thousands of dollars a semester. So I wonder why why would why would somebody not join the National Guard? If you if you out here right now, and you're listening on the radio, and you don't got no job, and you don't got no felony record, you need to you need to get involved because there's no excuse for you to be sitting in your mama's house or, or living with your baby mama or something. You can go and serve this country. And you ain't even got to be there all day. And you can get benefits. And you can probably work on another job. I mean, let, let's say this. Even if you are sitting at home with your mom and them, mm-hmm. you can still serve and sit at home with your mama when you ain't, uh, you know, going to drill or whatever. The, it, what is it called? It's, I, ca- it's called drill. It's called yeah. drill. So when you're not drill or you don't have your your um, required uh, duties, whether it's deployed or not, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a no way. It's, 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 it's a no brainer. And, and, and give, give our listeners again, um, where can they go? to find out how to sign up uh, let, let us know captain yeah so we got our uh, social media it's eight azng team and then nationalguard.com uh, forward slash az and then you can text guard to four six two seven six nine awesome captain sartor is in the house in the building teaching you guys talking to you guys about the national guard make sure y'all go and sign up man it's a great opportunity, especially to serve the greatest country on planet Earth. You listen to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you join me next week. I love you guys, and y'all have a good night. Peace. <laughs>